With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? She is the least credible person I may have ever seen on camera. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Guys, not everything is 40 chess. Why can't we just laugh? Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. We all know I'm the number one rapper in the world thanks to Facts by Tom McDonald. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with Cheap Caribbean Vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Are you ready for hard-hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. Well, I can definitely tell AJ's on the board today. The music selection is very different, and boy, do I love it. Uh, thank you very much uh, for being here. It's the Fast Hour of Radio you're going to find anywhere on your radio dial. John Bird out today. AJ in. And, you know, this is a good opportunity to point this out. AJ is a, a radio legend. I mean, there's no question about it. And I'm, you know, I, I would take AJ over John Bird in a heartbeat. AJ, how does that make you feel? Uh, it, it, it makes me feel good. <laughs> it's kind of awkward because I know Bird is listening right now. Yeah, he needs to know. He needs to know. It's, it's the only way he's going to get better if we continuously remind people that, that you're just so much better than him. And, you know, just I would take AJ any moment. And, you know, it, oh, in anything, uh, radio producing, wrestling match, anything, I want AJ on my side as opposed to John Bird. So no question uh, about that kind of stuff. But we have serious things to discuss here. Don't forget, 10 with him coming up later in the program. You can get your questions in right now, 205 205- Five four five nine nine five zero. That's your way you get your questions in. I answer all those for you, and we'll be more than happy to get them in uh, here as soon as we can. Two zero five five four five nine nine five zero. Talk or text right there. Uh, with us right now, the legendary Will Hampson. He joins us every single Friday to talk about stuff going on in D.C. and elsewhere. He has been a campaign aide, a congressional aide. Uh, he has worked on campaigns, consulting, you name it. This guy has done it. He is uh, neck deep in the swamp. 
and we get the perspective uh, of a real swamp creature uh, here every now and then. So let's talk uh, with him. Uh, Will, thank you so much for being here. We just got off the phone uh, with an individual with a very pro-life organization here in the state of Alabama. Uh, and They don't like the IVF process as it is right now, mostly because it creates embryos that eventually are not used and, and once implanted, and uh, the couples are done with the IVF program, they are either discarded uh, or they are donated uh, for scientific purposes. They have, they have some problems with that. Uh, it sounds like they want like a one embryo created at a time uh, process, which I think would definitely drive up the cost and the time involved. I look at this a little bit differently, and we'll talk about the political side of it here in just a second. I look at this a little differently because the way I see it is God has given us these tools. You know, a lot of people say like this happened – um, you know, and, and they'll try to figure out why certain things happen in our societies, usually bad things. Let's just be honest. And they say, well, you know, it was God's will. It was God's will. It was God's will. I think in this situation, you could easily make the argument that this is God's will. God's will says, hey, um, let's go ahead and do what we can to take these loving families uh, who are, are going so far out of the way to make children that they are donating or not donating, excuse me, they are using their fortunes in order to use modern medical science in order to create life, uh, to create their family. It's sort of like, I'm going to make a dumb comparison here, but it's like my take on the Taylor Swift situation. We should be applauding them. We should look at them and we should applaud them. But there are some people inside the pro-life movement who are like, no, 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 no. This is, this is ungodly. This is, this is the anti-pro-life position, and they want this change. In D.C., it's a little different. Everyone looks at it politically, and the Democrats are like, all right. Look at these pro-life Republicans. And the Republicans are like, damn it. Look at these pro-life Republicans. I mean, is that, I mean, I know that's an oversimplification of this IVF story here in Alabama where the Supreme Court made this ruling, but is that not accurate? No, it's completely accurate. And I think it's, it's twofold here, Dale. First and foremost, I think Republicans in D.C. understand that judges are there to interpret the law. And this may be a valid interpretation of the law. I don't think there's any disagreement about that, that the Alabama Supreme Court interpreted the law as it currently stands. The question now is uh, what are legislators going to do to make sure that the law accurately depicts the beliefs of a majority of Republicans? And I think you you poll Republicans uh, both in the state and in D.C., Uh, I think they would tell you that they're incredibly pro-family and that this is a great tool for a lot of people to be able to enjoy uh, everything that a family offers. And so it's an important tool for a lot of women out there. It's uh, an important tool for a lot of families. Uh, It's something that works uh, very successfully for a lot of families. And so I don't think you have any Republicans that are actually against women that need this getting these treatments. We just need to now figure out how to make the law reflect that. So it's funny you mentioned it that way because I actually agree with you completely. Uh, I was speaking to this individual from this Birmingham organization, this pro-life organization, and, and I'll be honest, I went in expecting him to say, I don't want the Alabama legislature to change the law. I, I don't want them to change the law. I, I, want the, I, want, I want the interpretation given by these judges in Alabama, the Alabama Supreme Court. I want that to stand. It's the most pro-life position it is. And even he said, I have a problem with the the legislation or excuse me i have a problem with the process uh, that is done in order to uh, create this life uh, but i do not necessarily believe we need to change the process and, and, and we, that we shouldn't change the law rather 
and, and make it more easily understood. So even even some on the pro life side are saying, no, 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 hold on one second. We we can change the law here. This is okay. We're not we're not objecting to this on uh, religious or moral grounds to the point where we refuse to change the law. I think I've talked to and I, you know I do talk radio multiple hours a day across the state of Alabama, and I can name on one hand the number of emails I've received. Uh, or people who have said something to me about how they shouldn't change the law and they should leave it as is. So who are these mystical people the media is telling us want this law to stay where it is outside of the ones on the Alabama Supreme Court? Yeah, I don't think they really exist, and that's the interesting thing. I mean, you look at, even as you've said, pro-life groups, uh, I think, are, are overwhelmingly supportive of IVF treatments for women, uh, even pro-life Republicans. I mean, they had Matt Gates on CNN last night. I think, kind of expecting that he would be, you know, one of the Republicans that you just described. And even Matt Gates was supportive, saying we need to, as the Republican Party, do everything we can to make sure that we are the party of families and starting families and life. And I mean, they, they keep trotting out these pro-life Republicans. I think, kind of thinking that they're going to be supportive of this ruling. And I haven't seen it yet. I just it, it it's not out there as far as I've seen. Yeah, I think what happens to them is the same thing that happened to me here today. Uh, I expected them to say um, we have a moral objection to this, and the legislatures are ungodly or or wrong if they do this. And that is not what happened. That that is that is not where the movement is. So that leads me to believe. And let me be Mister Cynical here, although I rarely play that role. Yeah, everyone knows that. Let me be Mr. Cynical here for a second and suggest that maybe the media and their Democrats, bear with me, are, are not being fair brokers here in, in their interpretation of what's going on here in the Alabama uh, State Supreme Court. Yeah, think about that? completely agree. And here's uh, you're 100% spot on, but here's the frustrating part, Dale is that I guarantee you that there, at some point in Congress, will be some sort of resolution or something uh, to condemn this ruling, and I guarantee that you're going to have a bunch of Republicans, and by a bunch I mean a handful, maybe 10 to 20 Republicans, but enough to make a statement, jump on, and say that we're, you know, we're, we're very upset with the way that Republicans are handling this issue. And it's going to happen, and you're going to have Republicans that are trashing other Republicans for something that Republicans are going to address because they're actually not on the side of the issue that the media makes them out to be. And so it's, it's a constant cycle here where the media stirs this up. You get a handful of Republicans that are very, very afraid of the media calling them bad names. And so they come out and say, you know what, media, you're right. We're with you. And the media then points to that to go, look, guys, we were right. See these 20 Republicans? They say we were right. Good job, everybody. And then it's on to the next story. That's the cycle. And it's frustrating. But there are always a number of Republicans that are willing to jump on the side of the media just because they're afraid. Nobody hates uh, Republicans like other Republicans. I mean, <laughs> that's that, that's as simple as, yeah, as simple as I can put it. And especially the ones that get paid to go on TV and talk about other Republicans. Like I've been a Republican my entire life. Everything they believe is wrong, and I can't believe that they exist. 
Yeah, that, that's but you know, you name about thirty people: uh, Alyssa Farah, Griffin, whatever her name is, uh, on the View, uh, the other one on the View, Anna, whatever, whatever her name is, and then you've got all these CNN guys, Adam Kinzinger, and stuff like that. All of them, with the exception of Scott Jennings on television, all of them have that exact same perspective. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, let's talk about the the national race here, real quick. Donald Trump. A uh, big hit last week, uh, obviously, uh, where he got a big fine, um, and he looks like he's going to com- uh, at least try to appeal it. It's not necessarily a criminal conviction, uh, but, you know, you heard it. Fraud, 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 Donald Trump, fraud, fraud, all this stuff. Um, I-, I think it's a little bit of a, a-, a preview of what we're going to see uh, when we get um, some convictions here uh, by Donald Trump. But, you know, he said that at a rally yesterday. Look, I just keep getting, I keep losing cases, and I keep getting indicted, and I just keep getting stronger. What's up with that? Um, about to blow out Nikki Haley here. Uh, when he blows out Nikki Haley, do um, do we finally watch as Nikki Haley goes? Okay, that's enough. Uh, no, I don't think Nikki Haley. Uh, there's any amount that's going to be enough for her. Uh, I think this is what she's always wanted to do. She loves having a. You know, a, uh, an entourage follow her around with cameras. And to be frank, people are giving her so much money still uh, that she has no reason to drop out. I don't see uh, – I, I, if I'm Nikki Haley, she doesn't have a job to go back to. She doesn't have a husband to go back to. I mean, there's really nothing that she has any sort of incentive right now to drop out of the race. And so I think she's going to continue to do it. And I think the frustration for Trump also is that – he has all these legal bills that he's going to have to pay. The more money he has to burn trying to beat Nikki Haley, the less money he has to both pay his legal bills and beat Joe Biden. I mean, adding a third thing to the table, having to do all of these rallies and you know spending money to try and beat Nikki Haley in every state uh, is money he doesn't want to have to spend. And so I think that's the frustration. But clearly Nikki Haley is not concerned uh, with Donald Trump or Republicans winning this election, she's concerned with herself. And so she's going to ride it out as long as she has the money to do so. Do you believe, uh, and maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy about this because it, it seems that I often find myself being somewhat crazy uh, about this, uh, that Joe Biden and his position on the border, it might be political. Uh, it, he, he said he didn't have to do it. He couldn't do it. There's no problem at the border. Now he's saying that the the situation with the border is actually you know pretty bad, and Republicans have to fix it. And then I think we're right around the corner for from I'll fix it myself. Is that a political position, Will Hampson? Yeah, it's hard to believe, isn't it, Dale, that uh, someone of that stature would be taking a political position on anything? But absolutely. And the other thing that I think people don't realize is that the media is going to tell us how great of a job he's doing, no matter what he does. And so at first. The media told us, yeah, he's right. He doesn't have any of these tools. He can't do anything. And now once he starts to use some of these tools, the media is going to tell us, A, how brave and brilliant it was that he finally broke out those tools, uh, how uh, exemplary and you know something we've never seen before. Uh, but they're also going to tell you then that Republicans are in the way of this. They didn't want to pass any, uh, any immigration legislation through the House, through the Senate. Uh, and so Congress stonewalled and Joe Biden had to do the brave thing and take care of the situation on his own. And the sad part is there are a lot of people out there that when the media starts to tell us how incredible Joe Biden's doing on immigration and the border, they're going to buy it. Sharp, on message, and very handsome, 
I mean, those are the ways I would describe Joe Biden if, I, if I'm paying attention correctly. Uh, that's what I'm supposed to take out of these things is, is what a wonderful, uh, great, and handsome individual he is. So please uh, make sure you refer to him as all three of those things. Um, a, a Fox News poll has Joe Biden up in some polling, up, in a, up a few points. Is that the beginning of a trend now that we're seeing basically this whole thing has, has kind of settled? It's going to be Trump, Biden, Nikki Haley be damned. Is, is the settling in the polls coming? Yeah, I think you always were going to see a little bit of a bump for Joe Biden when it finally was Biden v. Trump. Uh, I think if you didn't see that bump, it would have been uh, pretty disastrous for him. Uh, I think as you get into the summer, you'll start to kind of see it, you know, even out. Uh, and you'll start to see a true reflection of where we're at. Um, at this point, again, I, I think the electorate is sort of starting to wake up and going, oh, okay, I guess we got uh, we got Trump and Biden again. Uh, how do we feel about that? I, I don't know. But um, I, I really do think that, uh, that Trump is in significantly better shape now than he was at this time uh, in 2020, which means got, you know, as good of a shot of, as any. Uh, and, of course, we know that this election is going to come down to, you know, five or six or seven states throughout the country. Uh, could come down to, you know, 50, 60,000 votes throughout those states. So the, the, the margins are so razor thin, uh, and it's really going to come down to how those, you know, tens of thousands of swing voters in those five or six states feel uh, in, you know, eight months. Yeah, and I always point this out, and you know, your background in campaigns, maybe this helps you out. If you are close and you're a Republican in the general election polling, you're doing good in swing states, Georgia, Michigan, Arizona, Wisconsin, places like that, because you're getting blown out in uh, you're getting blown out in uh, New York and California and stuff like that. So you're probably looking pretty good in those swing states, those five to seven thousand people you're talking about, right? Yeah, absolutely. And again, I mean, that, that's the way that our election system is set up. We have an electoral college. Uh, those are the states that are going to win it for you. Uh, and it really is small pockets of voters uh, in those states. So it's uh, it's razor thin. Uh, and to your point, yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to you know dissect the numbers and the pundits are going to have all of their opinions. But uh, at the end of the day, it really does come down to those uh, those handful of swing voters in those handful of states. And uh, things are looking, I think, better for Trump than uh, than they were in 2016 or 2020, which should be encouraging for a lot of Republicans. Absolutely. All right, there we go. Thank you very much, legendary Will Hampson. Always appreciate him checking in with us from D.C. Always thrilled to have him here on the program and uh, get his perspective on what's going on there uh, in that body. We will continue uh, to speak with him. We'll talk with him next week. But right now, uh, we'll talk with you because you uh, have time to ask your questions uh, right now uh, on 10 with him. Get him in, 205-545-9950. I will run through a bunch of questions and answer those for you next Right here on News of Views, it's the fastest hour of radio anywhere on your radio dial, whether you're listening in Birmingham, Montgomery, or the Rocket City of Huntsville. We'll be right back. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. 
Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder or find a featured all-inclusive package to Jamaica and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Every week, Michael Rosenbaum is getting deep with someone new on the Inside of You podcast. Let's get inside of Shelly Hennick. So Obliterated's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. I had the best time. That's it was great. challenging, but it was like the show. That doesn't always happen. Everybody's trying to make a show and you're this not. This was a dream. It's no fun. Genuinely. That's and if it beautiful. wasn't, I would just keep my mouth shut and talk about something else. Like, yeah, it like, was. hey, it was fine. Because yes. I've done that. I've asked people and they're like, you know. Yeah. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Wherever you listen. Hey, everybody, this is Dan Bespris, host of Fantasy NBA Today, a daily fantasy basketball podcast. We cover every box score from every game every day, plus bonus shows on buy low opportunities, players to stash, schedule analysis, and really anything you could need to smash your league into deliciously tiny pieces. Catch the Fantasy NBA Today podcast, part of the Believe Network on YouTube or wherever you listen.